Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? <laughs> and Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hip music. Hello. Hi. You platypus posse. We love you. I uh, had somebody slide up in my DMs and they were like, oh my gosh, I love the show because we just celebrated our six-year anniversary mm-hmm. of being on Hot 101.5 on March 30th. And she was like, oh my gosh, love the show, love the podcast. I'm a part of the platypus pussy. And I was like, oh, oh. no, 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 it's it's posse. Yeah. Posse. Posse. Platypus posse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, so I was just like, all right, cool. Um, Holly, how are you doing? I'm good. I just, um, I was going to have a lunch today with a friend, and then we have a thing, and then the lunch friend thing got canceled, and I'll oh, be honest, wow. it's like, I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like this, oh, yeah. it was canceled last week, and I'm like, okay, well, well let's try it for Wednesday this mm-hmm. week. And so then this morning, like, I even did my hair, because I realized I have to go in public. <laughs> So I did my hair, and then I texted her about 30 minutes ago, and I'm like, hey, are we still on for lunch? Because if not, that's fine. Uh, but if we are, what time? Like, what, 1130? What do you think? She's like, I, uh, today's crazy. I'm like, oh, no. Mm. Well, uh, that's fine. I don't mind. Like, no. I've never mind. And, like, it would – so if something gets canceled, for example, like, let's say – I've made plans to go to like painting with a twist. Oh mm. yeah. And I'm like, I paid money and I'm ready to go. And it starts at seven and at six thirty, like, let's say I'm going with a friend. They're like, Oh, I can't make it. I'd be like, That's a different story. Oh man, yeah. that's kind of a bummer. But like a very ambiguous lunch. I'm just like, this means that I can just go home. Yes. In my home. Yeah. I'm okay with that. It's so interesting as uh time goes on in the pandemic and you know, we're slowly starting to see people that you haven't seen in a while yeah. traveling. But I still find that sometimes it just feels emotionally uh, a lot yeah. to <laughs> sort of catch up. Yes. Because there's so there's much to so catch much. up on now. And it's like, where do you start? Like, exactly. how do you, when people say, well, how have you been? I'm like, Ugh. girl, do you want to know the full story? Do you want to know why I'm really stressed out? Or do you want me just to give you like the... Works great. Um, got engaged. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who was I trying to catch up with? Like, who was it? Oh, you know who it was? Because I'm trying to do a better job. And maybe we talked about this on the air, not the podcast. But, Miguel, there is a, a friend of ours who is transitioning. Mm-hmm. And, like, they put on their Facebook that they've been really disappointed because it seems like support has kind of dried up. Right. And so I made a mental note. I'm like, let me check in with her. And um, I have been, but like, keep in mind, like, even though I've checked in at least a couple times over the pandemic, and especially since she's transitioning, mm-hmm. um, we haven't like caught up. Mm-hmm. And there's been like I I have had a lot happen in mm-hmm. about two years time, so it's been that long. So when I caught up with her, um, you know, she's like, "Thank you for catching." Up. We did like a couple texts back and forth, and then she's like, "Well, how's everything going?" I was like. It's a loaded question. 
How do I? I was like, you know, I know that neither one of us are big on phone calls. Right. But I cannot text this yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Too much. And then I had that happen with another friend, too, a college friend. And God bless this college friend. Like, I'm not this way, but I have love for and like I feel like I'm a bit of a light in the darkness sometimes because I'll go like to dark places with people and I'll show them that it's okay like I feel like that's my calling Mm. I'm meant here to be a light for some people Mm -hmm. but I can't do it for everyone right and it's weird it's I don't know how it works yet I'm still figuring this out but this college friend was sort of like my one of my big sisters like you have a dedicated Mm. big sister if you're in a sorority right Mm -hmm. Uh, she would be what I would call like a pseudo big like not my official big sister but one that I look up to as such right she's in California and so she called me and it just so happened to be I was like a totally free day and I don't know I can't I cannot be the only one that's this way I know I'm not you see a friend call you out of the blue with no prior text and you're like shit yeah do I answer this what is it going to be? Mm-hmm. Is this a quick five-minute call or is this like a 30-minute catch-up out of the blue? Like, right. And I get, like, anxiety. So sometimes I've put off answering her call because I'm like, I don't know what this is. And mm. I, lo- I love her. Like, right? right? This is weird. Right. Well, on this particular day, like two weeks ago, I answered the phone and she's like, I know you said you had a story to tell me about your life for the last two years. If you have time, I'd like to hear it. Mm, I was wow. like, Okay. So I settled in. I got myself like a LaCroix and I went in the backyard and I just popped my knees up in a chair and I was like, let's do this. And towards the end of it, she said something really just incredible. She was like, you know, as one of the things that I felt over the pandemic, uh, she's like, I just decided that I really love you and I want more of Holly O'Connor in my life. Mm. So I just went about making that happen. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to call you sometimes. Mm. I was like, Okay. Yes. yes. I'm like, you want me? Oh. Like, she was like, yes, I just, I I like you, and I want more of you in my life, so right. I'm going to make that happen. Making the moves to make So it then I was like, well, I really need to buckle down, too, so I'm going to try to, like, I'm more of a texter. She's more of a caller, but I'm going to try and text her when I can, and, like, when she calls, I'm not, I did it. I was like, I'm not going to ignore it. She called me again, like, a couple weeks later. It was it was a quick one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a quick reference to something, and I got, I talked to her. It was less than five minutes. I hung up, and I'm like, that's, that's what we used to do back in the day. That was great. Yeah, just a quick, like, hey, girl. She's like, oh, I've had one more thing. I've got to tell you, and that's it, and related to the mascot. And I just, we're in a weird place in our culture right now. Not in America, not in the world. Like, just our culture is in a weird place where it's okay that friends break plans or it's okay to not want to do plans mm. but also want them at the same time. And yes. it's just, I don't know what to do about it yet, but I'm working on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like there are no quick answers. Um, I know this weekend I had, um, that's why we didn't do a podcast Monday because I was off. Mm-hmm. And Sunday night when we got back to from Fort Lauderdale, we went over to our friend's house that have a pool and a hot tub. Mm. And so we were just like hanging out. And I was like, well, I don't work tomorrow, so I'm going to have some drinks. So then I just got drunk because, <laughs> you know, being in a hot tub, hot water, just a couple drinks. Time and you're goes like, by. There's Ooh. no one drink if no. you're yeah, with friends sure. in a hot tub. Like no. that doesn't exist. No. Well, I mean, it does. If for responsible people. For a very structured person or yeah. one, or someone who, you know, is like, oh, I'm a one drink kind of person every now yeah. and then. But yeah. for, I'm sorry, I should have said, for you, that don't exist. Yes. And so I was hanging out. We were all chatting and talking, talking about the weekend. And then um, everyone went inside because they ordered pizza. And 
I'm on a like no pizza for me. Like I want to get down to a certain health point and yeah. then I'll be like, all right, that you get to enjoy it. And so I was hanging out in the hot tub and I was I was going to eat when I got home. And then I just like got this sort of emotional just feeling of just appreciation for some people. And I then just start sending out these like really just I'm so appreciative <laughs> of you and our friendship and all these things that we've been through. And it's surprising to me because I feel like I used to do that more often when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And then just as I've gotten older, it doesn't happen a lot. And even one of my friends that I asked uh, to be in the wedding party, um, and <laughs> I felt bad because it was sort of like unceremonious sort of how it happened where like we had these boxes that we made, a my fiance and I, which had like pictures and these like little trinkets or whatever for them to be like, you're in the groomsman party. Hey. Hey. And I was like, sorry, like I, I feel like I should be a little bit more emotional about it. And my friend was like, girl, I know you. Like, stop. You, that's not who you are. Like, you are a great listener. And if there's something going on in my life, you will listen. But I don't come to you for that, like, emotion-filled response. And I was like, oh, gosh, I thought I was that person. But I guess through the years, like, I just, I am not anymore. Yeah. So it's just interesting how your emotions change and, like, how your friends see you. And I think it also just depends on what your emotional bandwidth can take. You know, whereas, like, when I was younger and when I was single, and didn't have so much of, like, adult life taking up space. Mm -hmm. I had room to be that person. And then now I'm like, I just, I don't have the emotional bandwidth to sort of take all that on And maybe that doesn't serve you anymore. Right. You know, like, it's like some things got to go. Because you do. You have, you take on more things. Like, when I had a kid, like, my adulthood level skyrocketed. And then I feel like when I got divorced, Mm. my, my adulthood card got like double punched or something you know what I mean and it's like yeah I people that would say to me for example well you're not the same person I knew you know in college or you're not the same Mm. person I knew you know back in Panama City when you know we were all going out and stuff and Mm -hmm. to that I would say no right correct I am not and so some of the things that were me that you know I that I don't find bad now but I'm just that's not really who I am anymore, and it's okay because, yeah. like, yeah. Ha- other things have taken up space, um, and I just feel like the things that maybe don't define you and don't describe you as well anymore, those things fall by the wayside, and that sounds like what it is for you. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like I'm at this point where I was probably when we moved to Tampa the first time in 2011, I think I was 26. Um, I think I was 26 and I could feel, is that right? 25? 25. Oh, wow. I don't know. No, it was 26. I know it was 26 because I remember my birthday, the, the roast yes. 25th. We were yes. still in Panama City. So yes. it was no, yeah. I was trying to figure out when I got pregnant. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Um, so <laughs> I, I could uh. like feel myself starting to go through one metamorphosis where I was kind of like, you know, I still like to party. I like to go out. But that's not the main reason why I'm working and, in, in like, living my life for. Mm-hmm. There are other things that I want to do. And so that started to change. And I can feel another sort of metamorphosis happening right now at 35 where I can feel 
something starting to move and to change and what I find important and what I want to do with my free time yeah. um, is changing. And it's just really interesting how it just naturally happens. But you have to sort of like listen to yourself and accept that it's okay. And mm. then sort of like mourn like, all right, this certain time in my life is coming to a close. Yeah. And now we're moving on to this next level. And it's just really, or next next chapter. Yeah. And it's just interesting how it just organically happens. Yeah. And I, I'm having that issue, and I talked about this on a podcast a long time ago, and for some reason, it will not leave me alone. <laughs> that friend group that, like, I'm not really, like, I still would individually always say, like, hey, and whatnot, but, like, I just, it's, I find myself questioning myself a lot, where I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, mm. just bridge all the gaps and just go make that, but it feels like, it just doesn't feel the same, like, I don't know. Yeah, should you do it if it doesn't feel like... You want to do it. You're and, just forcing and, yourself because you feel like you should force yourself. Right. I feel like I should be. But we all know that you should no. is a bad thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, but it's weird because I feel a sense of um, like I'm letting people down. Mm. And Oh, that's it. Yeah. I feel like I'm letting people down. Mm. And I feel like I'm not sure I can even explain why. Right. And maybe that's the hard part where it's like. I, I don't have a good, re- like, and even if I did, it probably wouldn't suffice. Right. So it's it's weird how you do go through these weird, not weird, they're not weird. You go through these life metamorphoses. I don't know the plural of that word. Metamorphosis. Metamorphoso, metamorphosis, whatever. You change. <laughs> and um, some parts of your life come with you, some parts don't, or you pick up new parts along the way. Yeah. Like, this whole thing where I am more into, like, mystical stuff. Mm. Like, the crystals and the, you know, oils and learning about different forms. Like, I'm having a major inner struggle with religion right now. And I'm, Mm. you know, researching other alternatives and stuff. That's a whole part of my personality that, interestingly, I've always found... It's always sort of tugged at me, but I always pushed it to the back because mm. I wasn't allowed to do that and I shouldn't do that. And I, But now that I'm letting that part speak a little bit, that's a whole other thing where if somebody, again, like if my college best friend, Jessica, <laughs> were to come down and she saw my like crystal collection, I was like, let me tell you this thing about possible aliens in the Bible. <laughs> She'd be like, huh? What the actual fuck is going on mm-hmm. like I, I know she would right. and then she'd want to hear about it but she'd be like at first it's a shock who are you yeah know. i get that i get it and so it's just that people evolve that's all scott you are sort of at the beginning of this first set of first wave. adult changes in your life as yeah. you are you know now that we're in the new year and you're going to be turning 25 this year <clears throat> excuse me oh wow turning 25 this year have you started to notice anything? I've noticed that it's it takes a lot of energy to keep relationships going. Yeah, it does. And it's really hard. And that's what I'm struggling with right now. And I'm struggling with the fact that, like, the people that know me the most and the closest and they're easiest to get along with aren't, like, aren't in this area. And I was just talking to my best friend about this who lives in Colorado. And, like, we've been best friends since I was, like, in fifth grade. Like, that's my ride or die no matter what. And I was talking to him. I was like, you know, I have my friends here. But I'm in a stage right now where it's, like, well, specifically, like, 
I want to just go adventure and do like wild shit. Like I really do. I want to, you know, on a you Saturday, do just... hot boy shit. Yeah, like Keanu's I want to go get hot boy shit. Mm-hmm. Just nuts, and I just don't know. And I don't know. I have you know a friend group here that it's like that's just it wasn't established like that. And you know, I have multiple sides to me where it's like I'm very intellectual and I have deep conversations. I love that side, and that's these friends. Like we're like when we go to this Airbnb, we're gonna sit, like I can't wait because it's gonna be relaxing, good conversations. Hell yeah. But I also have the side of me where it's like, man, on a Saturday, I want to go get trashed at a brewery. <laughs> yes. And, I, and I don't that's know. fine. I, and that's the problem that I'm facing right now because that uh, maybe I'm not giving them too much credit, but it's just not that friend group that's here. Mm. That's not the, the group. And that's where I'm struggling because I'm like, y'all, I need my, my group that wants to go and just get nuts. And I don't want to feel judged for it. And yeah. I think that's the, like, that's the inside struggle that I'm facing right now. But it's also... I'm realizing that it takes a lot of effort to continue to make these relationships happen. And we talked about it on the show earlier on how, like, I've had a couple friends, like, call me out. And I think it's just I've been having a tough time feeling understood from the, my friends, my core friends that I hang out with here. Because, I, you know, I guess I hate to even call it an excuse, but I just feel like I've gone through a lot of shit. And nobody's really giving me the benefit of doubt of, like, hey, like, you know what? Yeah, I'm throwing out ideas. I want to do stuff with y'all. But I don't have the energy right now to, like, make things fully happen. I'll throw out the idea. But I really, like... I have no desire or no time to sit down and plan out everything. And it's not even, like, what I like to do. Yeah. So I'm struggling with being understood in those realms and being understood on my role in a friend group. You know, one of the things that I really thought about a lot when I was off on Friday and Monday and uh, I was listening to you all and listening to other morning shows in the area or just driving in silence um, is – when we like one of the things that we complain about behind the scenes all the time as a morning show and you yes, ask we do <laughs> any morning show you know what's their number one complaint you gonna bitch about something. exactly but it's that you know we our hours are you know essentially like 4 30 till about noon or one or yeah. something like that and so a lot of times people friends will ask you for lunch or somebody in our business who doesn't work the hours we work will want to have a meeting at like one or two o'clock and we're like Oh, my gosh, I'm so tired. (laughs) And I was thinking um, when y'all were doing the show, I was going to text you all something. And I was, like, literally in the process of writing out the text. And I was like, wait a minute, what time is it? And I looked, and it would be a time when y'all would probably have a lot going on in that moment. And you were like, I know that if I were in studio and one of you were out and texted me this, I'd be like, could you not have fucking waited till 11? Like, we got a lot of stuff to do, and I'm not trying to think about this of something we could do in the future for the show. I'm trying to just execute this contest and these other things that we have to do. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was when I realized is that it's not that, like, obviously I wasn't coming from a, a malicious place. No. And I wasn't like, well, F what they have to do. <laughs> Let's think about my idea. It's just that people don't. We all, Every single one of us do not spend our entire eternity thinking about everyone else and what they've gone through so like your friends love you and they know everything that you've been through this past year scott yeah oh yeah but that's not at the forefront of their mind like when y'all are having these conversations and and they're not like wow scott's experienced a lot of loss in the past six months maybe we shouldn't ask him to do this and it's not that that's a mean thing it's just that we as human beings just don't have that bandwidth to always think about everyone else because we all live 98% 98% of our lives in our head. We all yes. have that internal dialogue. Yeah. And so I think that if all of us gave ourselves grace for not always thinking of other people, and then we also gave our friends grace for not thinking about 
you know, all the things that we've experienced that they know about because it's not at the forefront of all of our minds. Yeah, no, and I, again, like, I get that. I think it's just kind of the approach on how you go about it. And that's, I think, right. the, the key here. I'm Like, a couple of days ago, like, a good buddy of mine, like, he was like, yo, like, I think you're just, like, you just throw ideas out there and you just disappear. And I was like, I think if you would you could have said the same exact thing and been like, yo, like, you've been, I know you just, you haven't really been talking much. Like, is everything okay? And if you phrase it that way, then I'm like, man, I really appreciate you actually thinking about where I'm at right now. Because honestly, I'm not. So, like, that's why I haven't been chatting a lot. I feel overwhelmed as fuck. So, mm-hmm. for y'all to continue the conversations and make everything happen, I appreciate that more than ever. I just haven't really had time to sit down and process everything. Well, what's going on with this friend group and making sure other things happen. I just, I know, at, like, the number one, I know I want to see y'all. So, I'm going to make that happen. That happened. All right. And now I'm going to disappear and go back to my life, what I'm trying to just hold together with, like, glue and tape. So it's kind of, I guess it's just how you go about it. And I think that's the thing that's kind of missing where it's like, okay, let's change the way we use our language instead of being like, yo, you're not doing this. Instead of being like, yo, you all right? Yes. But I also think, too, explaining that. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. Because especially in your case where you've been through so much and you're going through so much, they may not have experienced it at the age that they're in. And so they may not realize how mentally exhausting it is for you to just go through your normal day just Mm. because of the sheer amount of stuff that you have to do. But then what also is the film role going in the back of your mind and in your heart right now that I feel like, because for example, like we have some stuff with the wedding going on and some personal stuff that we have a lot of big decisions to make, you know, in a quick amount of time that affects a lot of Abe and I's life. And yesterday um, I went to the gym and a trip that I'm trying to plan with one of my friends there for the summertime. They were like, did you book your da-da-da yet? And, like, literally I was walking into the gym, like, thinking about this big decision we have to make. Yeah. And I was like, bitch, I haven't had time to look at fucking flights right now. And he was like, I'm sorry. And so then, like, I went and I was doing my workout and then afterwards and he was like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't realize. So how about I'll handle these things? And I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to blow up with you. I was just really trying to, like, do a lot of calculations in my head right now and stuff going on. And so I could have done a better job at the beginning of this planning process to say, hey, we got a lot going on. Why don't you just, like, literally send me a link and Mm. say, buy this plane ticket, put this deposit down for the hotel and then everything is fine. Yeah. I should have said that, mm. you know. And and so I think it's just what I'm <laughs> finding so is key. communication <laughs> is literally. It's key. It fucks up everything. Like mm. so often because we all live in our heads. Yeah. And But like, I think we also need to have space for the fact that all of this, I love this entire thing. What you said first, Miguel, yes. What you came back with, Scott, yes. The communication, Miguel, Yes. But there's also going to be people who don't get it. That's right. true as well. Absolutely. And you can try, and they can try. And you're it's weird because you feel like you're both spinning your wheels. Mm. And you're like, you're not hearing me. And they're like, well, you're not hearing me. And you're like, ah, man, well, mm. now what? And it's right. like, th- maybe those are the relationships that are going to turn into, like, a text every right. Christmas. Yeah, that's right. interesting. I am going to try that, though. Like, I will so communicate better of, like, because I haven't been doing that of, like, all right. I guess that's what's up, because we said something a little earlier in this podcast. I'm trying to think of what it was of, like, you know, when, okay, when somebody asked you, like, how you're doing and stuff, and I've tried to be, like, more open, like, okay, you have a good time? Like, honestly, not that great. Yeah. <laughs> hey, FYI. But it's, like, you know, you are they actually in the stance to take that in? I've tried to just kind of give it a little glimpse, but I do like the fact of, like, 
communicating. You know, I should I could have done that in the beginning of this whole planning process with my boys. I'm going to a little trip and like, yo, like I want to do this. Do I have the emotional stability to actually plan out everything? No. But if you all are down, could somebody run it? Could somebody like make it happen? I guess that would have helped kind of establish the lines because that's mm. where it started to get a little muddy. Got it was it. like, well, who's taking the reins on this? And it's like. I could have just put myself out of the loop right yeah. in that moment and been like, yo, I can't. I know we should. I want to do I can't. it, right. but I can't get into the details. So that makes sense. Okay, I like that. That makes a lot more sense. And I can communicate that actually on the trip and be like, yo, apologize. I didn't communicate exactly where I'm at mentally, but going forward, I can. Hmm. That's that's one of the things that I'm I'm really, um, oh gosh. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> one of the things that I'm really focusing on right now in my relationship is that we are overly communicating with each other. And um, I had to tell some of Abe's wedding party that because, you know, they're starting the, like, bachelor planning process. Mm. And they were like, well, we have all these questions. I'm like, don't ask him. Like, do not ask him right now. Like, if there's something that I can help out with, just a question or something, absolutely. But, like, knowing the capacity for, like, what he can handle, what I can handle, what our roles are, how we work together is so important right Mm. now in this moment in our lives as we're planning a wedding and some other stuff. And so it's just talking it out is just, I feel like the value in that is so lost and it's so not talked about, about how people just throw out that term communication. communication, Yeah, it's way more than just that. What exactly do you mean by that? One of uh, my friends yesterday at CrossFit, uh, she came to me and was like, hey, I just wanted to tell you this. And, like, this is, like, unsolicited advice. And you could literally tell me to, like, shut the F up. But just give yourself and Abe grace right now as y'all are going through very stressful things. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be little arguments that will come up. And she was saying how her and her partner almost broke up over, like, picking out different floors that they wanted to put down at this a place that they were uh, flipping one time. Right. And she was like, we literally almost broke up broke up a 20-year relationship over floors. over floors. And it's never actually over the floors. Right. Yeah. And so she's like, you just take your time, talk it out, and just make sure that you are overly communicating with yourselves right now as you're making all of these d- decisions and understanding why when people make decisions, it's never just based on a floor yeah, yeah. or a chair or a color. Yeah. There is maybe something very deep that they're not even thinking about. That's the thing. You've got to know yourself. Right. Like right. I sometimes like last Friday, uh, I I was uh, getting like a, a little more irritated as the night went on at my person. And the whole thing, like when we finally <laughs> in the Walgreens parking lot. Oh, that's and, like, my favorite. Hash this out, mm-hmm. which it doesn't happen that much because, um, like, it doesn't, it, like, irritations like this don't happen that much. But he was in a mood already. Mm-hmm. So then I knew that. And so I was, like, trying to combat that. But then I started to get into a mood. So now we got two people with moods. Yeah. And he's like, I don't even know what this is coming from from you. And I was like, well, you know what? And I had to think. Mm. And uh. then that led back to the other thing, to the other thing, to the other thing. And I was like, you know what the, really the original thing is? Is that I thought we were going to go to it like a dinner out and then you got to the house kind of late and we didn't. And I think that's what started it. Like mm. that's the start of Finding it. the root. The yeah, root. Absolutely. Uh. And so I could go back and I'm like, and I'm not like, and I get why you were late. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like, I'm not angry that you're late. But that's what but started my started feeling. Like, right. uh, and so that's getting powerful. to the root of like what the issue is. I will tell you. Speaking of weddings plannings, when Chris and I were planning our wedding, um, our 
Yeah, planning a wedding. We had to go do um, the registry, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Oh, we had the biggest fight over the bedding. Oh. Like, we put the bedding on the registry, and there was no common ground. Mm. There was, like, no... Con- he wanted, like, black bedding. Like, that's it. And I was like, "What? we're not doing that. Oh. And then, like, there couldn't be... Flo- like, it's... Oof. So, just... Yes, and I I don't even know if you're doing a registry, but, like, there, like something little is going to trip you up, and right. it's going to turn into this way bigger thing, but it's like, she's right. Your gym person who Mm -hmm. you can like step back and be like wait a second yeah oh yeah i mean and i feel like especially i keep telling abe this because he's the first person to be like you know to our wedding planner like oh miguel he's making all the decisions like just whatever he wants and i'm like okay Mm. false we're not doing this you know because that would be something that's a very traditional and probably he saw his parents do that where you know that's usually how his parents relationship go like his dad's like, I want to have this little project. And his mom's like, all right, whatever you want, but only towards a certain thing or whatever. And I'm like, listen, you want, you know what you want. And I don't want you to be resentful if I pick something that I like. That's why this has to be a mutual discussion. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, from the very beginning, our wedding planner was like, when we have these meetings and whatnot, and Abe was like, well, I don't need to be on that call and our wedding planner's like, no, 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 because I have seen couples do this where they're like, the girl wants it or the guy, whatever. Both people have wants and needs and have a personal reasoning why they want it. And so you've got to be present in all of these conversations and making those decisions. Yeah, mm, makes yes, sense. Yes, yes. Um, in a story, Holly, sort of going off of what you and your person in the parking lot, this happened to Abe and I a few months ago where we were um, looking at some wedding stuff and somebody was like walking us through the different options that we had. And Abe is just a very like northern blunt person. Like if he doesn't like it, he's like, "Uh, that looks kind of cheap to me. Mm, That's not really my favorite. Whereas I'm a very like southern, no matter if you think it's the worst possible thing ever yeah you're gonna think that i think it's brilliant and that it is just the most amazing thing yeah. it's not for me it's not for me though and it's fine yeah and so i don't know why but in that moment i got so mad i was like just pissed at him and i was like why the fuck do you have to be like that so we like got in the car and he was like well do you want to have lunch and i was like i'm not hungry i want to go home <laughs> and he was like what is wrong with you and I was like, why you got to be like that? Like, why you got to talk to that lady like that? And he was like, I, I was just being honest. Like, I didn't want her to not know how I felt about it. I wanted to just. So in his mind, he's, he was being upfront. Yeah. He's yeah. like, well, if she should know what our preferences are. And so why would I make her think that I like it when I don't? Yeah. But you're like, but that's not how it's done. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's that's a nicer not, way. That's no. how, not how you do it. Right. Yeah. And so that's when we started to, like, dig down. And I was like, I think what that comes from for me is as we have, like, combined our finances and we're able to afford maybe a little bit more of things mm-hmm. or more expensive things that I would have never even thought about doing in the past, mm-hmm. I still have this thing in the back of my mind where, oh, if we walk into this expensive store, this person may look at me, Miguel Fuller, as a black man and be like, oh, you can't afford it. Like, why are you here? So I'm like, well, I'm going to be the nicest, most uh, well-spoken person, accommodating person, so you know that I can be here and I can afford it. 
And he was like, I see it and I understand it and I respect it. But if you don't like it, you don't like it. And their job is to get you something that you do like. So you need to be honest about those feelings. Mm. But obviously, you know, I, I validate and understand wh where you're coming from. But if we're spending money on these things, it needs to be what we want. And they need to understand that. And so it's yeah, really interesting. I feel like you in that scenario, though, because I would be because as a, as a trying to recover people pleaser. Right. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Right. Of course. Right. So like I've had that sim similar situation where like I'm trying to just be like tell someone no, but in a kind way. And mm -hmm. then someone else coming in, they're like, no, thank you. And I'm just like, <gasps> you are that person's feelings. And it's just, why, why? Like, we were just raised differently. Oh, absolutely. In that case. Um, there is a meme that I think applies to this conversation that I saw earlier. Okay, let me find it real quick. Okay, here we go. Uh, when you say no to someone and they get upset, it doesn't mean you should have said yes. Mm, God, isn't that the truth? When you say no to someone and they get upset, it doesn't mean you should have said yes. Mm, mm, mm. That's what sucks. As yeah. someone who learned that when your response, then, you like, when you're little and you learn that you're responsible for other people's emotions mm. and other people's reactions and it's your job to make everybody else comfortable. Right. No one has said this to you, by the way. Mm -hmm. This is just what you've learned based on your interactions yeah, with people. Social. Right. Um, it's really hard to turn that off as an adult. It is. Like, I have memes and on memes on memes. I save so much shit on Instagram, y'all. You know where you can, like, save it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Every now and then I'll go through my save folder and I'm like, there, they, there's a pattern. There's all of them. It's like, don't say no when you, or don't say yes when you really mean no. Mm. Don't say maybe if you really mean no. Like, whatever. So there's all of these things. And it's one thing to, like, look at a meme and be like, Yes, mm. but then in your like day to day life, when you're actually having to live it and practice it, it's a whole different thing. Absolutely, it does take practice. And what sucks to me, and I've said this before so much about like laying down my boundaries, you got to do it all the fucking time. Yeah, I'm like one and done because it takes me so much to like build myself up. Yeah, and like lay down a boundary that I'm like I feel I feel like it should be like well there I'm done mm. boundaries up. But then people just walk right back over it. You have to constantly be putting your boundaries back up. I do have to do that with my mom all the time. And do you it's think so it's gotten exhausting. easier uh, over time? Yes, I do. But I'm still working on it. You know why? Because the same feelings bubble up in me. Mm -hmm. And I understand that that's the thing I'm supposed to be working on. Right. But it's like you can't help how you feel. Mm -hmm. So you have to go and tend to that feeling every single time. And so it's just... It's exhausting is what it is. That's yeah. all. Like, you just, you do it, and it is getting easier. I feel like, let me tell a quick side tangent about what what I felt like was a win for me and my mom the other day. Um, because after we've got some of her meds shuffled around, we're nowhere near at the level. I don't remember if, I don't even know if you guys were aware of how hard it was with my mom last summer. And maybe it was partly a pandemic, but I think part of it was the meds that she was on. Mm. They were, like, not helping with her brain. So, um she we took some stuff away and she's been a little bit more mellow mm. not so aggressive all the time about stuff but she still gets that way and it's usually either early in the morning or late at night and um this happened this week where she got she was supposed to have some dental procedure done long story short on that one she's not having it done anymore they said it was going to cost $1600 and ah. be slightly painful and she talked herself out of it and she talked to some other people who said don't do it she's not doing it so whatever i'm not going to make her do it right she's not doing it 
but she still had the bill where they list on there like $1,600, and that would be what her cost was. And so her credit card bill came in the mail two days ago, and the credit card bill was $1,600. Oh, but the, wow. But it was a little different. Like right. the bill would have been $1,650, and the credit card was like sixteen seventy two. Okay, mm-hmm. so they're off by a little bit, right. but this is the kind of issue that my mom has. She looked at the credit card bill, and she goes, that dentist charged me. Mm. I was like, what now? And she's, again, still has trouble with her words, mm-hmm. so she came down, and she's trying to explain this to me, and I was like, there is no doctor that charged you. You haven't had any procedure done. And she's like, yes, he did. You look at this. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, okay, I Bet, and I'm not sure, but I bet she saw the 16 mm-hmm. and just assumed. Right. Because what happens is sometimes my mom will, if she doesn't have all the facts or she can't figure it out, she'll just make up a story and then she'll believe it. And, and she does that with people too. And just just to, as I'm thinking, oh, you know, yeah. because we have so many new people that have joined the podcast in the past year, if you don't know, yep. Holly's mother had brain surgery. Has it been three years <clears throat> now? It's going to be four. Four wow. years. In the fall, which four. is insane. Wow. Crazy. She had a tumor and they had to remove it. And so when you have that much surgery and, and stuff going on in your brain, it's like she's never been right since then. She hasn't. And she will probably never. Like, she's better now. And it took about two years for her to even get to a point where I felt like she was a little more normal. Yeah. Um, but And she is better now. And, like, now that we have some meds switched around, she's even better. But she still has these types of things where mm. it's like, to me and to someone who maybe doesn't have a brain injury... It's very obvious because all you have to do is look at, like, your purchases. Right. You see the name that it doesn't say the doctor or the dentist. Right. And, like, you add them. But, like, like that's one of the issues she has. So she sees the 16 and the 16 and she's like, he charged me. And I'm like, mm. no. But then she gets this thing where she, I don't know if she doesn't believe me because I'm her daughter mm. or if she gets frustrated because she doesn't understand it and now she's angry. Like, whatever it is. And so this was, like, I was trying to put Maya to bed that night. Like, that, it was a late night already. Maya was, like, in bed. I'm about to go read a book to her. And then she chose that moment to be like, this is a match. And I'm like, mm. no. So I was like, that that's a boundary for me. And I, because, and my therapist would say, too, like, you can just tell her, no, you don't want to deal with this right now and tell her to go back upstairs. Right. Which I could have done. But I also knew that. It wouldn't have been over. It would not have been over. Mm-mm. So that's where my therapist is. She told me last week, she's like, honestly, I don't know how you do it sometimes. Like, <laughs> what are you wow. What are you even doing to cope? Like, I don't know how you do it. I'm like, thank you, Maureen. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I just have to know that I'm sometimes this the ringmaster in a crazy circus. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, I had a big win. And here's how I felt like I was keeping the boundary, but also I was like problem solving in that moment. So I I could see the hole. I'm like, she thinks this happened. It didn't happen, but now she's pissed. And so she's getting upset. She's And at night, she works herself up in a loop. Yeah. And so then I'm like, this is not what it seems like. This is a coincidence. I You're going to have to believe me on that. So then once I made that case, then she started going into the dentist and the dental procedure. And she brought down all of these other dental bills and how the dentist is ripping her off. And da, 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 da. And I'm like, I started, I started to, like, I got the paper and I was like, okay, let me just explain. Wait a minute. That was like my voice that was like, mm. no, Holly, right. this is your boundary. And you don't need to get into the weeds with your mother right now because mm. it's not helping you. Your kid needs to be put to bed. She's not going to get it because she's in an a agitated state anyway. So I put it down and I go, listen to me. We're not doing this right now. And she's like, what? 
I was like, we are not doing this right now. It is 8.30 at night, and I've already explained the difference between the credit card bill and the dentist. That was the main issue. What we're not going to do is talk about this dentist mm. because that is not the point. And if you want to talk about it tomorrow, I will find a time and we will talk about it tomorrow. Right. But right now at 8.30, you need to go upstairs. Mm. And then she started, like, started getting upset and she started crying. cry. And I was like, no, it's okay. And I was like, and what I tried to do here... And this was big. I felt I'm like patting myself on the back, but I felt like this was big of me. I'm trying to set my boundary, but I'm also trying to help her. I was like, I understand where the confusion came in. I said, you saw that 1600. It looked like the other 1600. That's a common mistake. Absolutely. That's, that's a valid feeling that you had, but we've solved this mm-hmm. and it's not. And I'm not going to talk to you about the dentist right now because your brain is doing a loop. I know your brain. She goes, you don't know my brain. What about uh, your brain? I go, I was just like, oh. I was like, no, I know. You're like, yeah. yeah it seems, yeah. that seems a little crazy, but mm-hmm. you raised a smart daughter. Mm-hmm. I got this. I am going to be in charge in this moment. You don't worry about this. You take those papers, you put them in a drawer, you close it, and you go have a glass of wine. And she was like, <laughs> oh, I like wine. I can have some wine. Like, <laughs> She's like, ooh, oh, let's go to the wine. Uh-huh. She I said, said wine. Put it away and get a glass. She's like, I think I'm going to have a glass of wine. I'm like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Go Mm -hmm. put it away. I'm putting mine to bed. I will see you tomorrow. I will see you shuffling, shuffling. Bye. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Get that wine. Mm -hmm. Wow. And after that was done, I was like, look what I did. Boundaries. Yes, I felt so good about that. Mm. Now, should I have to work that hard in my own damn house? No. No. But it was a win because... Things went, th- things like last summer would have spiraled down so fast. Sometimes I was screaming at her. One time I had to call my brother and scream at him to scream at her. Like, mm. I-, I did that in front of my child. I then had to apologize to my child. Like, I just felt like that was a win. So I don't even know why this conversation started. But the the point, I think, was boundaries mm-hmm. and the fact that you have to do them every day. And right. that's the kind of shit that I'm talking about. Like, I wasn't prepared for that. Right. And so that's what will happen a lot. And I tell my person, I'm like, she came at me and my boundary, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. But, like, I'm getting better slowly, incrementally, at even when I'm not prepared, I can catch what's happening in my head and then put my armor up. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Well, and I think that's, you know, full circle for boundaries or for saying no or for communicating. It's all about working through it. It doesn't, there's not a a switch that flips for all of these things we talked about in the show. It's all about exercising and using them in every day and not just talking on the podcast or saving the memes, like you said, Holly, or Mm -hmm. posting them. It's actually living them through these types of situations where it gets better, where you learn how to set your boundaries, how to communicate better, Mm -hmm. or how to say no, you know, that you don't want to do something and it's okay for those things. Yeah. It's about practicing these things on the daily. On the daily. it's not easy. No, it's not. Scott, what's the social media? At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly. Radio Holly on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. Don't forget you can also look at Miguel and Holly Uncensored on the Miguel and Holly YouTube channel and see it go down. On the YouTubes. On the YouTubes, girl, and all the other videos that we post from the show. Yep. 
And also, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever. Leave us a review and a rating. And if you want some Miguel and Holly swag, some stickers, just shoot me an email, miguel at hot1015tampabay.com. We'll see you next time. Catch up up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.